Welcome to Sex and the Sex in the Sex. This is a Sex and the City podcast. Every time, <laughs> sorry, I uh, should never start it. I no, yeah, I just because it was gonna be weird. If no, you yeah, it's gonna come back. You go, we'll keep going from here, though. Evie, you go, you go. Um, this is a Sex and City podcast, and my name is Evie, and I've seen every episode heaps of times. Uh, my name's Anna Wolf, and I uh, have also seen many of the episodes many times. And my name's Jordan, and I'm seeing them for the first time now, which is really great. We watch an episode, we talk about the episode, we try to split it up in themes depending on how uh, drunk we are. Exactly. And and I'm stone cold sober, ladies. I've been sober this whole week. It's been very boring. That's so good. Um, I haven't, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm trying to just drink on the weekend, so sober now. Sober right now. I could go for a drink though if anyone wants. To. <laughs> I might have a gin and tonic tonight though, because even just talking about it now, I'm like, mm. but oh, it's been nice not drinking. I think I just haven't had the urge. Did mm. you stop drinking like a few days ago? Um, the whole week? No, just I. Just, I haven't really drank since we went into lockdown. I had oh, a nice. beer, and then everyone else in my house was like drinking last night and making mm. Lego, and I was like, <laughs> Ugh, yeah. I just, I'm never gonna, yeah. What Look, did you do I, instead? I watched um, wedding videos on YouTube. Oh. It's so funny. <laughs> nice. It was so, so funny. Really? I need to see some. Cool. They're really bad. You need to watch the ones where they're like uh, the Maid of Honor speech or the Best Man speech are like Disney songs and they've changed the lyrics. Oh. You'll like instantly like self-combust. It's so really? funny. There okay. was one where there's like a whole family and then all the boys got together and sang about um, – sang. The, to the tune of I'll make a man out of you, like, Ew. are you a good enough man for our <laughs> daughter? And will you protect her virtue? And they're like trying to fit in. Yeah. Oh my Ew. God. It's so disgusting. I'm going to think of my daughter, my oh. sister, my cousin. I love it. I love it so much. I think it's so funny. I think people Um, are disgusting. I'll have (laughs) to look that up. And you weren't drunk. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) You're just sober watching them. Loud and clear. Evie, sometimes your tone when you're listening to either me or Jordan sounds like you're like a bitch from high school who's like trying to be like, "Mm mm-hmm, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then you'll go away and bitch to your friends about how dumb we are. But I love it. It's it's kind of, it kind of makes me want to like please you even more. And like, like, it's kind of a weird kink thing for me. So keep, keep, I'm enjoying it. Okay. No, that's really funny. Um, I just, that's just my voice, but I'm not judging you. That's No, 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 no. I love your voice. I love it. Thanks. You're a bitch. Um, (laughs) i've been wanting to say this for a long time um it's my turn to read the synopsis should we we just quickly say that we're watching season one uh again Mm -hmm. and we're redoing all of season one again because we uh jordan i started the podcast when we were 20 um and then as soon as (laughs) ervy came on the scene we're like this is so much better so we're redoing so much better yeah oh my god it's just it's a blessing ready for the relaunch yeah, we're going to relaunch. It's going to be great. Whoa, 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 whoa. All the time we'll have to relaunch. <laughs> we're going to do it. We'll <laughs> definitely do it. Hey, um, yeah. No, what, I'm what, what? No, I'm done. Okay. Hi. Hi, how is everyone? <laughs> oh, hi. You're talking. Oh, my God. Hi. How are you? <laughs> um, hi. I, guys, I have two synopsises I can read out. So I can read one from KGF. 
Mm -hmm. uh, standard, or I can read one from Carol. Who's Carol? I want to know. know. I want to know her. Okay. Okay. An invitation to an old friend's baby shower brings back memories of the girls' party days with their now expectant gal pal. The coming blessed event and uh, and an unexpected turn of events. Okay. I stumbled then, not because I can't read, which would be fine, but because the event's twice in, in one <laughs> The coming blessed event and an unexpected turn of events has Carrie thinking about her maternal future as well. Meanwhile, Charlotte discovers their old chum has borrowed something from their past for the baby's future, which leaves her questioning her own. In the end, their old running mate proves how times change as she comes to understand the meanings of of the adage of the adage adage i don't know evie you are an english teacher is it um, adage? adage yeah adage i think yeah you can never go back <laughs> uh yeah there can you are... read the other synopsis as well i, c- I yeah. want to i want yeah. to this I was, is from... carol's was kind of like mad you know yeah carol was trying to sound as smarter than she is i think yeah it's like why can't anyone write properly seriously yeah, yeah no, it's, it is frustrating Mm. it's all these apps everyone's on the apps all these apps and these tiktoks yeah um okay so kgf who we trust uh as neither of the four friends has a solid prospect of engagement they hate feeling obliged to attend a formerly bizarre socialites baby shower brutal turns out that even she stole charlotte's years ago made up unique baby name wow (laughs) he's put little hyphens in between it so it's a one word made up Years ago, made up oh unique God. baby. <laughs> Jesus, Shayla, and then yeah. mar- they march out scandalized. Uh, the not worrying worsens as the worrying worsens as Carrie's period is really late, <gasps> and she doesn't that. even know yet how she would feel about a pregnancy. Woofed. So Carrie is seven days late by Huge. the time they go to the baby shower, which is yeah. that's a way a lot. Yeah, yeah, totally. You'd be anxious. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely would be. Um, uh, so the episode opens with like memories of uh Samantha's rival, which I love. I um, love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, so I love good. It too. Uh, it's so good, and it kind of uh links into the theme that I wanted to talk about a bit as well. So their friend Lainey, which is a great name for like someone who was like mm. wild at college. Yeah, definitely um yeah there's a moment where carrie says um everyone expresses their insecurities in a different way um which Mm -hmm. i quite liked i was like oh yeah because some people will do it by like for some people showing their tits is like empowerment for some of them it's expressing their um insecurities as well validation yeah it's like it's funny when that Mm. kind of like toes the line especially with like uh, within uh you know we're living in a post um call her daddy world where like it's how much of this like uh over sexualization is good and like how much of it is actually forcing women to do things that they don't necessarily want to do and yada yada mm. and it is a fine balance because i think that over sexualization when it's like empowering like uh we've seen so much is really great but then um you can also imagine situations where girls are sort of putting like 
forcing themselves to have like I'm just thinking about the call her daddy podcast in particular have you guys heard of that no I've no. never heard of that no oh I, it's <sighs> huge it's one of the biggest podcasts in the world it's on the same really? podcast channel as um Joe Rogan's the same people um oh, yeah called like sports game sports or whatever but they um it's only one girl now but it used to be two girls they were housemates they were living in New York and they just used to talk about sex and stuff like that um but it it wasn't ever uh I've only heard snippets because I've only heard people like talk about it on YouTube but it was very like yeah I sucked his dick and then I left and like uh like uh, like all this stuff where it's like did you have a good time I don't know yeah. if you had a good time yeah. if you're just like I fuck a different guy every day I never fuck the same guy twice and it's like what so you're not Why? Yeah. you're not building like a, that way yeah You'll never come that way so there's it's lots of sad, people yeah. being like that's like faux feminism faux sexual liberation where it's like yes actually you're just like if going out um and being like i've got my tits out and therefore i'm liberated is it's not like sketchy yeah. in the comedy world for women, yeah you know what i mean absolutely being like, this is female comedy them miming things in the back of a car and that's yeah. like what gets up, you know um uplifted to the highest platform mm. and then people are like oh like look at these you know this isn't that funny and it's like no of course it's not funny it's just people singing in the back of a car we're not saying this is like what yeah. should present all mm. of women's comedy and it sounds like uh call her daddy seems like oh is this feminism this is so contradictory and seems like really dumb and whatever mm. it's like no this is not the you know this has been lifted to a really high platform but this mm. is not necessarily an example of mm. no sexual liberation for women sorry finish what and you were saying, you were saying this too no, in terms of laney yeah, well, just yeah. Uh, I went on a bit of a tangent, no, thinking no, about no, Daddy, no, but on. I think it's like interesting how um, people are at, because Sex in the City really, as far as I know, kind of set the precedent for talking about this in such a you know open um, prime time kind of spot, and to have one of the biggest podcasts in the world be like two girls in their twenties. Um, now it's just one because they had a fallout, but like, oh. um, <laughs> uh, but like Miley Cyrus has been on there and like talks about her sex life and stuff like that as well. Mm. And most of the time it's good, but I think that like a lot of people, like it's actually just kind of the way that they talk about themselves or that they talk about men and sex and stuff like that is actually really like internalized misogyny and mm. yada, yada. And there's that, it's that, yeah, I just wonder what you guys think about that. I'm trying to link it back to everyone expresses their insecurities in a different way. But <laughs> no, I guess I think- like, you know, when you're watching a friend who's like living their lives, being like a beautiful slut and having a great time and you're like, yeah, fucking get it. And then other times we are like, what is, I don't what think you you're doing? enjoying this. Yeah. And what, who are you? Mm. <clears throat> who are you, is, are you proving this to yourself? Are you proving this to like society? Like, but it, it doesn't feel like it's like doing anything for you right now. I also feel like you could completely link that back to Sex and the City in terms of all the different mm. characters and even looking at, you know, all of their different, like what is them being um, sexually liberated and what's them taking a risk with their sexual liber- liberation in a positive way and what's them, you know, feeling really uncomfortable and like not shit. And I, I think that's, I think a reason why Sex and the City is so nice to watch is that they're all grown women. Like they're all completely grown women trying to, um, who know themselves and, and are comfortable enough with their sexuality and to an extent, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're all presenting that in a controlled way. You know what mm. I mean? I think it's nice to, mm. yeah, go back to this Laney woman. Yeah, is yeah. she is she, 
Yeah, like how much of this is insecurity, how much of it is her just being fucking fun and wild and doing what she mm. wants to do. And, and I, I think, think yeah, yeah sorry. sorry, you go. No, no you I, go. I, I didn't, really didn't have anything else to talk about. Oh, um, I think it's like, I guess the sexual liberation thing in the podcast that you're talking about, Jordan, does it feel like they've got, I guess for me, it's like, do you still have that kind of wisdom of like Dolly Parton or like, I don't know, of like <laughs> Samantha? I don't know. It's just like kind of like extra soul or something that's like a bit, um, it's like that kind of like yeah as you're saying on like they know themselves and it is a, it's not like you're watching someone just like spin out of control and like do things for attention because I feel like it's pretty obvious to other people what your intentions are even if you're like um like yeah if you're sexually very good for you and if you're like loving it and everyone can see that it's like the best thing for you in your life then I feel like no one really has a problem with it if you're pretty secure in yourself anyway totally and, but, and also who is it for and why are you doing mm, it you know yeah. if, you're, if it's for to it's like you know two girls making out for a dude yeah like, <laughs> it's like there's two sides to that because it could be this is making me feel so sexy and I feel amazing mm. doing this or whatever with this other person um and maybe it is as I kind of like you know um uh what's a what's the word when you're trying to exhibit your exhibition for it's exhibitionist behavior for mm. your own sexual desires mm. or your own wants and needs like you know to be seen and and admired and sexualized like if you're if that's an empowering thing that could work but then you also see the same thing happen where you're like why the fuck are you doing this mm. like are you, you are you enjoying this is this something you want to do or is this something because you think that if you get that um sexual uh validation from that other person you will feel like people respect you more which is Mm. ridiculous because in a lot of ways you're not respecting yourself because you're not doing this for you you're doing this for someone else I don't know Mm. I don't know if that makes sense but you see it a lot when you're a teenage girl you see it it's a perfect example of going to fucking parties when you're a teenage Mm. girl and you see you see some girls being like fucking awesome and sexy and empowered you know even though you're a teenager and then you see other girls who like you just and then they're usually well they're not they're usually a lot of the times they are the women who get put down and discouraged and then they have mm. to reach out more to kind of find something because they're not being encouraged by their friends or whatever and then they're kind of they're the ones who are kind of you you do worry for them not because of their being mm. sexual but because you're like why are you doing this like yeah. are you enjoying this totally yeah. and and that's why samantha's such a good fucking character yeah mm. because in in what everything that we've said i don't think there's any moments where we've been unsure about why samantha is doing something and i don't Mm. think that samantha i mean she'll jokingly call charlotte a prude and stuff like that and like Mm. and and she obviously thinks that sex is a really important part of her relationships but she's also really like welcoming and understanding of other people's experiences there's no Mm. sense of shame of being like oh you don't have good sex or like blah 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 Mm. like oh well guess you're not fucking hot like you know that mentality of being like oh you don't like just fucking um uh like you can't just fucking forget about it like wow you're not um you're not cool God, I don't yeah know, like I'm making fun of young girls but like, no no totally I'm making fun of that mentality mm. uh, and it's interesting with this Lainey character in terms of like the liberation feeling mm. her so we see her at the start and she like gets her tits out and everyone's losing their minds and they're having mm. a great time Samantha's very jealous hilarious yeah so funny yeah <laughs> and now Lainey's pregnant we'll get to the baby shower and all that because that's mm. great as well uh Lainey's pregnant and at, uh, at the end of it she's like oh I miss 
hanging out with you guys and she calls Carrie mm. um, and says, I miss hanging out with you. And she's like, oh, what are you doing tonight? She's like, oh, Samantha's having one of her parties. She's like, oh, cool. And she shows up at the party and she's like, I'm ready to have a great time. And it's like, oh, now you're trying to grasp onto something that you've lost. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, and then when she like gets her to that, it is sad. And it's not an age thing mm. because if Samantha did that, it would be like, okay, great. It's because it's like, there's a desperation behind it and there's mm. a need for validation behind it that mm. makes you feel uneasy. Yeah, I thought the, um, yeah, I guess it'll be a bit later in the discussion. I thought this episode was really good, but the um, portrayal of like growing up and like having a baby was so unfair. Like I feel like it was like, yeah, um, it does suck to miss out with your friends, but it's not like um, everyone that has a baby turns into like, it just felt really like this is what you get for moving away from the city and like from yeah, getting close totally. to your friends, like it's, desperate yeah. and sad alone with your kid. Um also a such like a like exclusive yeah but I guess- totally it's very upper middle white class mm. upper white middle class um experience in the states as well most yes. people still have to stay in the city and work and they just live in a exactly apartment. yeah <laughs> like yeah very so i i really liked um i know you've already touched on this but i really did like laney Mm. being empowered and being like who wants to see my tits and like yeah it was it was super empowered and i also loved seeing the main girls the sex and city girls their reaction to it mm. being of like uh, especially <laughs> yeah especially samantha because she's like oh that's just sad and it's interesting because i don't think samantha's the kind of person that would just show her tits to everyone that's not how mm. she gets no, her validation no. her validations through being very you know She's I'm being seductive. open, seductive and open yeah. with her sexuality and being kind of, yeah. you know, shocking, but but being comfortable and being shocking without it being like, I'm going to shock you by saying some fucking crazy stuff. Mm. Anyway, so it was nice seeing Lainey do that. And also Samantha being like, oh, like being like obviously jealous and be like, oh, that's just sad. And they're all kind of putting her down, but they're all enjoying it. They're all loving it. And I feel like that's their like inner misogyny being like, oh, what a, you know, what a slut. Mm. Like I can't believe she's doing that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but then they so all that. aren't really like that. They're all kind of like, actually, it's fucking awesome. And then Samantha yells, take it off. <laughs> like, yeah, being like, yeah. yeah, whatever she was like, yeah, take it off. Show your tits. And yeah, like she yeah. does want to see it because she's a fucking boss like dude you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like, totally. like well not dude but she's like has that energy of being like yeah I want to fucking see your tits of course I do like yeah. what am I saying we all want to see your tits get your tits out the yeah, only reason yeah. why we're being judgy is because we're jealous that we wouldn't have this uh, ability to be a, such an exhibitionist at a party and like be mm. comfortable and confident doing it like I, I feel like mm. yeah anyway also Miranda's hair in this at the start is very funny in that little oh my god Miranda's hair when they're so in their funny. 20s is so good is yeah. she the um, only one they put in a wig <laughs> I know they put her in a wig and oh Carrie's hair looks kind of fake as well but it's, it's just like you're always too. like a bit of a dag I think um what were your favorite parts of the episode um I really loved uh, the actual um, baby shower moment. I also mm. really loved um, their – oh, there's a line that they say that Carrie says when they're talking about going to the baby shower because apart from Charlotte, the others are like, mm, I don't know if I want to go to Connecticut. Mm. Like I don't feel like going to a fucking baby shower. Mm. Um, and then Carrie is like, if you see a two-headed snake on the side of the road, you're going to keep driving past, you're going to stop and look at the two-headed snake. We're going to go to that wild girl's baby baby shower. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I also love the fact that that woman is aware of 
it being a massive change in her life. Yeah. You know mm, what I mean? Totally. And, being like, and also being like, I'm sorry, I was such a bitch. I was just super hormonal. Like I also, I don't know, like I, that's two different things, but I love yeah. her, her um, but yeah, being aware of being like, who knew me, right? Like, ugh, yeah. isn't that weird? And her own kind of discomfort within that life, lifestyle, but also her, she seems comfortable and happy, but mm. she's also like, oh, it is a change. It is something different. And I think that is, as much as we're not going to be like, oh, all women change when they give birth, I think it's important to recognise that there is It a, is a big change. It's a fucking it's huge, huge change. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, what I was going to, I was going to talk about my theme, which was um, like, uh, yeah, this idea of, um, did I really talk about this episode a lot in the last episode? Mm, no you just got confused because you watched this by accident yeah okay I just <laughs> I, I either that or I had a dream about talking about this I don't know. I don't know. I'll listen back later on everyone's having those lockdown dreams again yeah. oh yeah, yeah it's I been like one day and then it's back back into it yeah, yeah a weird dream um yeah but uh the I want to talk about like pregnancy and like I don't know the friendship, the the relationship between Miranda and Carrie when they speak, when Carrie speaks about being late and mm. them getting the pregnancy test and that kind of whole situation. I don't know, and mm. them both talking about it. I, I just thought this was another really good example of the friendship they have and um, Carrie uh, dealing with this idea of potentially being pregnant and what that change would be, especially as a single yeah. person who's quite independent and insecure. And I, I don't know, have you guys ever known people who have been in, in a kind of unstable situation who've either, you know, uh, gotten pregnant and gotten a, an abortion because that's a not at all the lifestyle. I mean, we all know people who've got mm. abortions, of course. Or mm. the people that have been in, um, you know, in that kind of situation where they're like, fuck, I'm not, like, ready. on paper ready for this. But, like, yeah, do I want to have a child? And then ended up having a child. Mm. I don't know. I just think it's a, I think it's an interesting period in someone's life because I always think about that. Like, if I got pregnant now, would I keep it mm. I think an it's abortion right now probably an abortion but like it's mm. also it would be one of those things where I'm like fuck my brother has a kid you know mm. my parents whatever well imagine if I had a kid that'd be pretty funny but uh, I know but I wouldn't yeah I don't know it feels like a lot more pressure now than it was at like 18 or whatever because it's yeah. just like so obvious that obviously I mean no offense if you have it but it's like um <laughs> for all our listeners 18 year old moms um but it was like a lot more obvious than what we wanted to do. Whereas now it would feel really sad, but yeah, it would yeah. be a difficult decision. Um, I think weirdly, I mean, it's not weird. I've just heard of two different stories and one who's a um, friend of mine, um, people getting to their forties and then just doing like, um, like IVF by themselves and just having it like single people who've been single for a long time and this just not worked with other people and just having a baby by themselves. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. It's- it seems like, because I know there's different, people have different experiences of that, but that mm. in itself does seem like a sane idea. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously it's really difficult not having a support mm. network and doing that. Mm. Um, but being like, especially if you're in a steady career and stuff like that and being like, okay, I'm just going to have a child, even though that's so hard. Like it's so hard to have a baby. Yeah. Being a single mom or being someone who's by themselves having a baby. Because even just seeing my, my brother and his wife, like trying to deal with like, you know feeding schedules organization picking up like taking care of something and having a stable income it's it's so hard mm. like it's so mm-hmm. hard even with two people but also I guess if you're old enough and you can afford a nanny and stuff like that I mean like it's not a crazy idea yeah exactly my mom keeps telling people to get pregnant when they like <laughs> before they, 
My mom keeps being like, like, yeah, just like people's sisters and stuff like that who are like, like about to reach like like thirty nine or whatever. She's like, just get pregnant, get pregnant, <laughs> get pregnant, keep the baby. Then you got to because the ones that want to have babies, you're not just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Babies, but but the ones who want to, she's like, yeah, just fucking get pregnant, fuck some guy, keep the sperm, get do pregnant. it, just, just do it, do it, just fucking do um, it. So I think what I liked about the episode was um, that. A kind of I guess it was like one of the ones where it's not completely ridiculous like Carrie just comparing herself to others but I felt like when I was watching it I'm like oh it's so something that maybe because I'm like probably doing it we're at a susceptible susceptible age where it's like um we were talking about it last episode when we see people in our lives doing stuff and it's probably hyper because we're girls and you know we've got the body clock or whatever um it's kind of quite easy for us and to compare body ourselves. Shop. Body, body shop, shop and clock, yeah, we all yeah. Like body <laughs> and shock, yeah. Um, we, I get really, yeah. You kind of can't help but constantly think about what other people are doing and whether you should be doing the same thing or, you know. Yes, totally. Yeah, I don't know. And but also, like, I, I also, uh, Miranda's like, it was interesting seeing Miranda versus Charlotte in that. Mm. Um, given that in the. Uh, at the baby shower because Charlotte like had this like huge present. She was so excited. She loves it. I was happy for her. And then Miranda, like it was like foggy vision. There's like babies screaming and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm definitely still in like that. Oh no, 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 no. No. Loud. No. Oh, totally. The reality of it's shocking. So (laughs) I think I think there's a misconception that uh, in terms of like this idea of women being maternal and stuff like that, mm. then you need to be like a baby crazy in order to want to have a kid or no. something. No, like yeah. I, I think like my mom always talks about, hang on, sorry, I talk about my mom like 80% of the time mm. in this podcast, but my mom always talks about how she never wanted to have kids, d- didn't like children. You know what I mean? Like mm. she's very much Miranda. Like she was never like, didn't never saw a baby and was like, Oh my God, I want to pick it up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause she had to take care of her brother and sister. I think a bit when they were younger, um, yeah. she's in a big Catholic family. Uh, but I think, yeah, this idea of being like baby crazy and be like, Oh, wouldn't it be cute if we bought these little shoes? Like kind of what like Charlotte's presenting isn't mm. like that's, I mean, yes, some people are like that, but that doesn't mean that, Oh, you're ready to have a baby then. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or like you're more maternal. I mean, on paper, yeah, in terms of being like, oh, I just want to hold. But you're not like, but then it's like Miranda there being like, oh, all these children everywhere. Who fucking gives a shit about mm. anyone else's children that aren't blood relatives? You know what I mean? Mm, I, yeah. Is that a, I, don't, I don't like any children unless they're like something's awesome about them or that they're related to me. Yeah, like, totally. Anyway, so it's just interesting but I do like the two different things, but it, it's interesting being like, oh, who's more maternal? Okay, yeah, I guess Charlotte. But also, like, mm. that doesn't really mean anything in terms mm. of being like, oh, I see a baby, therefore I'd be a great, and I want to pick it up. Because Caitlin talks about this, my friend, too. Like, she loves holding babies and having mm. Oh, babies are so cute. I love them. I actually hate yeah. them. I hate baby babies, but I hate, I like, yeah, like, yeah. um, five-year-olds. Oh, five-year-olds? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I like them. They're so yeah. funny. They're, like, actually they can speak and stuff, and they're just like, um, or I like they haven't got that inhibition. This is true. Yeah. I like them till they're, like, three. Oh really? I hate and then they and then they're fine, and then you, they're just colleagues. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same. But I also, I yeah, I also think that like hating children, like hating like actual live children, not newborns, is like mm. a really boring and like tr- mm. like 
it's just a lame trope because it's like what yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but i mean like you're not gonna be like wow I, i'm really investing my life into these children no like, no you totally, know what i mean like totally. it's not like being like ah oh, shut up bloody i i find that exhausting because i work in a restaurant a lot when like mm. especially like my male like this gay male um uh, co-worker that i have who i really mm. like but mm. he just kept being like oh could someone shut that baby up and i was like <sighs> It's so, a fucking baby. It's so rude. It's a fucking baby. And even children. How the fuck do you want people to like, yeah, like mm. put their hands over their mouths? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But in saying that, I, yeah, I don't, I, I think it's, yeah, when people are like, oh, I hate kids. It's like, yeah, whatever. But I do understand the thing of being like, I don't care about anyone's children unless they're related to me, unless they've injured themselves or I have to mm. care for them. Like, yeah, I think that's kind of normal. It's like, I don't care yeah, about most yeah, people totally. unless they're my friends. Or I'm related to them, unless you know, <laughs> unless they're in danger or need help, you know. Yeah, I don't like see exactly. a woman on the street. And I'm like, isn't she like adorable? I hope that you know. <laughs> I wish I could pick her up and burp her. Like, no. I know it's it's only if you've made it yourself. Yeah, unless I created that woman because I'm God and I. <laughs> what about when you when you were teaching Irvi? Did that like make you want kids less or more? Um, I didn't really, I don't know, for some reason there's like a disconnect in my brain where I, like, I can't think about what my own ones would be, but it made me not hate, it made me get like have hope in the youth of the day and stuff. Um, That's good. Because it's like, it's like they're not actually bratty and it's, if, if any teacher's like, oh, like bratty kids, it's like, no, they're actually like bully. They were just like really easy to relate to and it's like, uh, they're just like nice kids that um don't, yeah, the, the stereotype of like entitled Brad is really not where I was teaching. So I think if I was teaching at like a really entitled private school, then probably I would feel that way. Oh, yeah. um, but most like normal kids are fine. Like they're just like us basically. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's bad when teachers like, I don't know if you have this at your school that you're working at, but like I just remember in high school, like mm. some or middle school, middle school um some teachers just hating some students like hating. it was so and they bad even, i know it's they like they're even children yeah and i was just like that person yeah, actually just so tried unfair. to try in that moment and you just assume that they were being a cunt and they were just awful to this like child that I was know. like trying to learn something mm. mrs hose year four we all just turned on her we're like no you're being really nasty you're being an pat. asshole <laughs> we were like mm. oh really to so pat bad. Oh, Do you yeah. guys go to school? No, no, another Pat, another Pat. Whose <laughs> name may not be Pat. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be any name. I pulled, a, I pulled Pat from a hat. Um, yeah. Maybe, what was your what was your theme if you had one for this? Um, I think just about just what I said sort of before about being relatable and I think the funniest moment for me was um, – that uh when samantha's like getting drunk at the um baby shower and she's just like giving her this alcohol and um i thought it was like a over like exaggerated but true depiction of like the war between like city and country and stuff um but when charlotte's like um there's like a moment when samantha's like what's happening like because she like walks in drunk into the argument and then um, charlotte's like she stole my baby name and samantha's like you bitch (laughs) (laughs) so good just like any excuse to just jump on the oh my god and that baby name is terrible shayla it's like that sounds so bogan be thankful that someone stole it yeah exactly so bad it's a mix of my partner's name and my auntie's name. <laughs> my auntie's name, name Sharon. No, it's Shaylee. 
Oh, because in the when she was born in the seventies, my nan was like, "There are too many Haley's." Oh my god! I've got an idea. She put an S on it. Let's make it. My god! And that's why my mum's name is Johan. <laughs> For real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wait what is your mum's name my mum's name is joanne oh. my nan put an h in it and didn't oh my god it's like a johan and especially because um her last name starts with an s so when she gets work emails it's jo joanne oh s so and then like automated like uh, we used to call her when she used to work at uh, this one of her old jobs. She used to call her work number, and it would go with an automated message that was a robot being like, "You have called Johannes." <laughs> uh, that's so good dumb. stuff. Poor yeah. mom. Yeah. Well, that's like my my auntie called her Marjorie because oh. they left the R out of Marjorie. Oh God, so why? Madge. <laughs> Because they were, you know, not super educated, my grandparents. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> they're dead now, so you're fine. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> um, sorry to those angels. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it is funny. It would suck if someone took, like, a baby name that you had, like, thought about for ages, especially if you thought it was, like, unique. And especially if you mm. had a fucking, like, she had a box. I know. Of, like, her perfect life with her perfect man and stuff like that. I was like, Ooh. that's that is too much i am all for like envisioning your future and like a slight man I, i'm not into manifesting that much i believe like sometimes you can say something like yeah i'm gonna get this thing lol, lol, lol and then maybe you'll get it but some people sit in a corner all day with like pictures of things and crystals and manifest it and i'm like i don't know I, don't I can know understand it. it as a thing of focus, absolutely. But when it comes to like your yeah. life in terms of marriage, children, especially if it's so um, archaic and yes, sexist, yes, like I, I, I only have like, like money. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like pictures of money <laughs> around my manifestation yeah. box. But yeah, no, it's, no it's but also, literally this it. year I like printed off a lot of money. You printed yeah. off money and put it in a box. I printed. I was trying to find like Australian dollars. No, I'm on like Google, just like trying to make my vision board, and I'm like, I don't want like an American stack of like green cash, no. which is really worth nothing now. Um, but just yeah. <laughs> something anyway. That's, that's people do it and i think it, it it's good for focus for me it's, it seems mm. like a to-do list in my this head is true. you know what this i mean it's like totally just remember this is the goal like i wish pat and i for her department i think we need that sometimes because we get sidetracked so easily by being like fuck why aren't we doing a play on a <laughs> mama or whatever like what the fuck yeah. are we doing like no mm. we need to continue going back to the goal of like what we specifically actually want mm. yeah. and it's so it's good to have it because I think so often you are asked, okay, so where do you want to be in five years? And I'm yeah. like, all of the time, I'm like, what? Like, I don't. <laughs> I just kind of, I yeah. don't. I'm like, oh, I know my like big dreams, but that's impossible. Totally. So how do you go there? Like, and how do you even, get there? Even when I've planned an answer, I, I will always be shocked by the question that I know is of coming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so dumb. And it's really hard because you want to be, um, 
Like you want to be like, I'm living in the moment. It's not about, because you can go the other way and be like, why the fuck am I not in like this position now? Because like X, Y, Z around me is and like all of that mm. stuff, which is also not healthy. So no. um, it's sort of like trying to be like, that's my goal, but I'm not going to care so much about it or like be like enjoying myself in the moment too. Because nothing's guaranteed. It's not like we're going to like study for four years and like get a promotion or something. It's just no. like, you don't know what's going to happen. Totally. And it's also, it says a lot about the way that Charlotte was doing it, that one person takes a name from her. I know, and she's like scratching up all the pictures. Everything. I know. But I think that's almost important that that happened. The fact that her house Mm. of cards was, Mm. you know, so easy to collapse shows Mm. that her goals are fucking, and she's already, what, she's like about, is she 30 now? Mm. No, she's like 30 something. She's probably like 33 and I think mm. she would have wanted to get married by like what, like twenty four or something. Yeah, like, it's what, like they've already said. Like, yeah, I. It's but it it, it does make me want to ask my mum just because so often we are shown American nineties nineties television. Sorry, I keep mm. speaking really nasally and also like I keep mumbling. I keep talking like this, and then I'm oh, trying I'm to fine. like talk back in a normal way. Like, it's like I've my habit uh, has been. To be, yeah, so like, wah, wah. But so um, I need to go back to speaking like a fucking human being and not a good. vacuum cleaner. Um, <laughs> so, vacuum cleaner. I, yeah, so I want to ask my mum, was that like a normal thing in the 90s? Was that like a normal thing to be like, oh, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have this many children, I'm going to live here, and I'm going to wear this as my wedding dress? Because I keep yeah. seeing that as a narrative and a normal thing for these like high strong women in the nineties about their dreams coming true. And like, this Mm. is like how they do. But was that, did that ever exist? I remember being in like fucking Mm. kindergarten. I think it exists now. People do it now. I know. People do it now. Yeah. Girls in high school would like draw, like I knew people in high school who were like, yeah, I know when I want to, I want to get married by this. I know someone now Mm. who was like, I thought that I would be pregnant with my first baby by the time I was 27. Mm. and married at 25 and I was like yeah hmm. there's also people that go straight to it I feel like maybe a lot of like religious I feel like lots of like really extended like Greek of course. families True. or whatever um I feel like they're just like way faster at doing stuff because I feel like a lot of the people I went to uni with who are teaching now have like two kids or something um totally. whereas I still feel like a child and also That's people so- who really like bought into the princess for a day vibes Mm. oh yuck yeah what's the princess for a day vibes like just uh, like in terms of your wedding being mm. like i want to oh yeah with his hand in hand yeah, yeah. You're not, like you're not like with two kids with like a shit wedding um or like not even yeah. a shit wedding, but just like a hobo wedding and um you're like now got like two kids in a house it's like it's a package we, we could make like a meme that's like a what is it called? Like the starter packs, and it's like, yes. oh my like god, the princess so wedding, true. the like house in like the middle of nowhere with like sold yes. sign and like baby uh. bump. Oh my god! And you know what the fuck else is on that? Um, like their freaking <laughs> baby with like cards behind them and like one week old today. Like, oh my this. god! It's what like the just fuck? fucking leave it alone. It looks like so uncomfortable. Yes. It's just like. It's like two weeks. I, I am oh a full God. Miranda when it comes to this mum on Instagram. Oh, she constantly posts like like one week old, two weeks old. Now we're up to the months, thank God. But she was like, she'd be like, up like six months old, favorite song, favorite book. I'm like ridiculous. It's no, like you are gonna be so um like unstable and also who decided that i think i've said this like a million times in other seasons but like that yeah. font 
um I don't know when that <laughs> happened but it's like that same like yes. laugh laugh um, font. um also I thought like a it's big the equivalent of like curly writing in you know Microsoft Word mm. 1999 or 1991 yeah you know when you used to like yeah, do assignments and you put it's on still that fun yeah yes. <laughs> still fun it's so that's that. really fun like that'll be my wedding invitation in that um, fucking writing. Oh my god, what a throwback! So that would be. They'll be cool. like hot pink. Ah, oh, that would be fun. The one thing that I would love to do is like, and I don't know if this is necessarily PC to say because I think that people want to change the wording around this, but mm. I love the show Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. Oh, um, right. The yeah. only like themed wedding that I would have is like those massive fucking dresses with like chewy oh and they're like yeah. lime green and like. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> we'll come. Um, yeah. A funny part I thought felt like that was true in the episode was when um all those kids are talking to their moms. Just reminded me before, and um she's like, I tell him he's the most important man in my life he's every a, day. He's a god. Yes. Oh, he's a god. And then Miranda's like, what are the chances that he's ever gonna find anyone that he loves later on? It's no, like, it's so, so true. Or he's just and gonna become a rapist. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Or that that mom is sexually attracted to a child. Like I don't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it scares me so much when I see that kind of shit. It reminds me of like Law and Order SVU, which is you know all bullshit. That like, mm. oh my god, and the mom was fucking the son or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, you were talking about this. As if that really too. happens. But, like, it's still, like, fucking mm. weird being, like, and why are you like that? I feel like every other mum, I love the mums that are, like, my fucking dickhead son. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being, like, mm. this asshole over here. Not to their face, but just being, like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. like, to their face. My, like, like, have my a sense of humour about such it. a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, have a sense of humour about it, you know, to be, like, you're the princess of, like, apple of my eye. Like, it just ruins them. Yeah. Oh, my but God. Yeah, and it also reminds me of, like, my mum. That's her pet peeve, again, talking about my parents, uh, my mum. But her pet peeve was, like, when people thought their children were the best things in mm. the world. And, like, yeah. it used to blow my my mum's mind because she would always be critical of us. Like, Yeah, people. exactly. And, and But when people were, like, oh... Samantha's just gotten an A in English again. And um, wow, she is just the best dancer. And, you know, I'm just, oh, yeah, she's I know. so beautiful. She's yeah. so good. Like, my mom would just be like, I don't want to fucking hear about your great, like, how great your kid yeah. is. Like, and also and it really like, makes it hard to find someone that does. Because I've got a friend like that who was just told um, that they were like the best thing in the planet um, by both parents, oh like God. their whole lives. And now it's like, yeah, it is a struggle to find like a guy who's going to do the same thing um and like forgive every character flaw and everything in you but also they're the kind of parents that don't think their sons are rapists don't think their sons are problematic don't think their children would ever uh, cheat don't think their children would Mm. ever get drunk at a party without coercion like they're the kind of their you know steph t's mum this is like me and jordan's experience Mm. in high school and her we were all drinking at our friend emma's house yeah not a lot jordan and i were like tipsy but we weren't fucking wankers you Mm. know what i mean Mm. but but this um girl got really drunk because she was putting absinthe in a slurpee or something yeah and her mom came to pick her up and like blamed all of us oh my god i hate oh i would get she would not do this we were furious jordan was furious i think jordan yelled at her mom yeah it's like the opposite for me Oh, yeah. I was like, this is your really. fault. This is probably why it's my problem. <laughs> this is why I say totally. sorry all the time. It's just uh, like anything that could possibly be wrong is your fault. So funny. <laughs> and yeah, and also if you put your son in a, your toddler child in a shirt that says lady killer or lock up your daughters, 
I will oh my God, who lead does out that? in front of you. And Did I will you see, is that like trending or something? People do it all the time. They put their, their sons in little suits and then oh. underneath their vest it says like lady killer. And people are like, wow, look at this beautiful, oh my handsome God. little man. Like even yeah. potentially terrible, even calling like boys like little man. I'm like, yeah. when do we when do we call it like little woman? <laughs> like that's fucked up. I can't believe that so kind bad. of shirt's still allowed to be made. It's like that I once, not okay. It's so fucked. I, at work, I once saw one that was like conquer a, a boy in one that was like, I am the king of the jungle. And then the girl, and they're in the same family. She's wearing like light as a feather. And I was right. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's it is around. Um, we should rate this episode, guys. Yeah, let's do um, it. I really enjoyed it. I yeah, I don't. Carrie know. got a period, by the way, so she's not pregnant. Just oh yeah, so thank God. Oh, Carrie's not pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thank goodness. Um. Oh my God! Imagine if Sex in the City just became about Carrie and her. Baby. I know that would be so, sad. <laughs> so weird. Um. I enjoyed it. I think I want to give it seven point five. I really liked it, but it wasn't like my favorite episode. But mm. yeah. And you guys? Um, I think I give it a seven. Same mm. kind of reasons. Like it was good, um, but yeah, it was mm. nice. Yeah, I think I, I think I probably give it a seven or a seven point five as well. I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah, awesome. that was good. Yeah, fucking nice. I well, also love these like two episodes in a row of them like wearing yes, like being a little girl gang. Oh my god, I love that and wearing black to like inappropriate like, occasions. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing in the show. Mm. Yes. Um, Cool. Well, give us a follow, rate us on iTunes, and on Instagram, bye. and send us a message at sex in the sex in the sex at gmail.com. Yes, please. Yeah. All send right. Us some money. Please. Bye. bye. bye.